0: A trope we've seen in a bunch of popular media is, of course, the animal kingdom fighting back against mankind and its arrogance, yeah. whether it's sharks, dinosaurs, apes, you name it. Cocaine bears. That's right. And and the popularity of this trope stems, at least partially, from a a sense of guilt that we all have deep down inside us about coming out on top of the food chain mm-hmm. and how if the tables were turned ever so slightly, our chances would be really, really not great. <laughs> And a whole lot of animals they have us absolutely beat when it comes to physical strength and agility. And then amongst those animals, there are plenty that might not necessarily also have us beat in terms of intelligence, but they're a lot smarter than we give them credit for, to our own detriment. Even the relatively harmless animals are terrifying in some cases. Animals across the board, all
1: a nightmare. Just walking through a spider web, if there's not even a spider in it, I will lose my mind. They don't even have to be there. Nope. So one animal that's strong enough and smart enough to really make things hard for us pesky humans is, of course, the orca, A.K.A. the killer whale, killer, with whale. those false eyes and those big teeth and the, the you know, their, their their arrogance and jumping over that boy. And
0: they've got reason for a grudge. Yes, we uh, have made them dance.
1: We've made for them us. sing.
0: We've made them sing. Yeah, it's uh, we've humiliated them.
1: They've gotten their revenge in some t- some cases, but uh, yes, we have done them dirty. So they're huge. They're very highly intelligent, and if you've seen what they regularly do to species like sea lions, it's clear that if they really wanted to, they could make going into the ocean an absolute terror for us humans. It's a miracle that they haven't already, given how poorly our species, like we said, has treated this planet, especially its oceans, and especially the orca. But it sounds like they might currently be up to something very alarming,
0: concerning. Uh, Here's live science. Orcas have attacked and sunk a third boat off the Iberian coast of Europe, and experts now believe the behavior is being copied by the rest of the population. Three orcas, or Sinus orca, also known as killer whales, struck the yacht on the night of May 4th in the Strait of Gibraltar off the coast of Spain and pierced the rudder. There were two smaller and one larger orca, skipper Werner Schaufelberger told the German publication Yacht. The little ones shook the rudder at the back, while the big one repeatedly backed up and rammed the ship with full force from the side. Schaufelberger said he saw the smaller orcas imitate the larger one. The two little orcas observed the bigger one's technique, and with a slight run-up, they too slammed into the boat. Spanish coast guards rescued the boat and towed the boat to Barbate, but it sank at the port entrance. A grudge! Uh, Clearly a grudge. They have a a score
1: to settle. Yeah, it it continues. Two days earlier, a pod of six orcas assailed another sailboat navigating the strait. Greg Blackburn, who was aboard the vessel and has a much easier last name to pronounce, looked (laughs) on as the mother orca appeared to teach her calf how to charge into the rudder. It was definitely some form of education, teaching going on, Blackburn told Nine News. Reports of aggressive encounters with orcas off the Iberian coast began in May 2020 and are becoming more frequent according to a study published June 2022 in the journal Marine Mammal Science. Assaults seem to be mainly directed at sailing boats and follow a clear pattern, with orcas approaching from the stern to strike the rudder, then losing interest once they've successfully stopped the boat.
0: No, we're not doing this for food. We're not doing this for survival. We're We're, doing this for fun. And to annoy the shit out of you. Because we fucking want to. Mm -hmm. So yeah, sounds like the orcas, they've had enough of our shit. And really, who can blame? Yeah. But yeah, still very wild that this seems to be something they're doing on purpose, not doing for any immediate survival purposes, and something they're teaching each other. Like, hey, check this out. You you'll try you'll need too. to know this later in life. It's kind of the aquatic equivalent of a TikTok challenge. Yeah. Uh, and Experts are quick to point out that while this is all extremely odd, it's it's also not very common. But also, their definition of not very common is not very reassuring. With a Portuguese marine biologist telling Live Science, in more than 500 interaction events recorded since 2020, there are three sunken ships. We estimate that killer whales only touch one ship out of every hundred that sail through the location. Those are weird odds. I would have thought that they would have been far lower, but... uh, (laughs) uh... Only one in a hundred chance that a whale is going to, like... It, Maybe he's trying to sink your boat. Five hundred attacks in the past three years. <laughs> uh, three boats. I three boats actually
1: sinking. Yeah. Uh, there's clearly something going on, and this is and the three all boats SeaWorld that have sunk.
0: Talk. The ones that have sunk have all been recently. Like they've they've, they've been they perf- learned they're perfecting their craft. Yes,
1: uh, it's getting bad out there. And I, look, I just off the top of my head, I'm assuming that they are stopping the boats because they know the boat continues on. Uh, just historically. Orcas can be captured, taken away, and put into tanks.
0: Yeah. It's I, mean, I don't think it's happened in a while, but it can happen. Well, they they learned. Also, they, Hey, you got any snacks on there? Hey! Hey! <laughs> Smash! <laughs> uh,
1: good. I, I, I wish we could go back to that uh, survey that went around with Americans where they, you know, sized up animals, wondering if they could beat them up or not, take them in a fight. I don't think anyone would choose an
0: orca. Like, oh, what, Elliot. Once you go into the ocean. So-
1: you would be surprised, like, at I believe, how many Americans think
0: they could take down an orca. At least with, like, a bear, you can visualize yourself, like, landing a punch on it. Like, an orca is, like, the size of a fucking bus. No, what are you going to do?
1: Shove your fist in its blowhole.
0: Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Let we me out. you know yeah. what? Let me at one of those orcas. Yeah. yeah. Come here, Willie. Come here, free Willie. Yeah. Uh, so, look,
1: certainly a lot more attacks than we would have guessed previously. <laughs> I don't know what I'm going to do with this new information other than remain away from the ocean. Yeah, I will not be sailing in
0: the Mediterranean near the Iberian coast.
1: I I respect and fear the ocean on a daily basis. I stay as far away from it as possible most times. Yeah. Um, So there's a 1% chance, which is higher again than anyone could think, that sailing through the Strait of Gibraltar will involve some orcas messing with you. Which, look, all things considered, sure, a low chance, but not low enough for comfort. And... So far no one's fallen off these boats and seen what the orcas will do. So it's 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 their, they they're abiding by their own stand your ground law. They are. It's they are standing on, their ground. On the boat? Hey, no trouble here. Yeah. You step into the ocean, all bets are off. You're in the wrong neighborhood, humans. You have agreed to a duel. Mm-hmm. And according to Elliot's duel rules, you cannot back out. Castle dro- doctrine applies to the whole ocean, yes, by the way. Yes. You're in their territory so, now, yeah. Uh, As far as for why this is happening, here's one theory. Experts suspect that a female orca they call White Gladys, (laughs) okay, suffered a critical moment of agony, a collision with a boat or entrapment during illegal fishing. That flipped a behavioral switch. That traumatized orca is the one that started this behavior of physical contact with the boat, Lopez Fernandez says. I don't know
0: anything about this white Gladys, but it sounds like white Gladys must be a very popular orca. Everyone loves white Gladys, and, you, and you, if you mess with white Gladys, you're messing with the whole orca family. The original Karen orca. Yeah, uh, yeah. so yeah, I mean, she's got shooters all over the Mediterranean, and, and they, they have not given up after three years. Uh, but then there's also another theory, which it basically amounts to our little joke a few minutes ago about this being a killer whale TikTok trend. The unusual behavior could also be playful, or what researchers call a fad. A behavior initiated by one or two individuals and temporarily picked up by others before it's abandoned. They are incredibly curious and playful animals, and so this might be more of a play thing as opposed to an aggressive thing. Deborah Giles, an orca researcher at the University of Washington and at the nonprofit Wild Orca, told Live Science.
1: They're just doing a dab.
0: Yeah. They're planking. It's the the sink a ship challenge. Yes good for them yeah i mean this is basically there was that like the kia kia challenge on tiktok where people were stealing kias because they were uh very easy to steal cars sounds like more of
1: that uh u.s government propaganda that's trying to pin this on the chinese
0: no these were americans yeah american thieves but Uh yeah it's like that Uh, down there on whale talk that's like their favorite content
1: yeah echolocation yeah
0: yeah they so we understand so little about these animals. They might have a fucking internet that's just ambient just, based off bleeps and bloops. Just like popular internet
1: media, the communication down below relies on clicks.
0: Yeah. Thank you. It's all a click-based media. <laughs> They're literally doing clickbait. Yeah. Anyways, regardless of why this is happening, it's very human-centric to see this as humans being in danger, uh-huh. even though this is... Boats full of humans being deliberately sunk by giant aquatic killing machines. Uh, There are only around 40 orcas living in this area where this is all happening. Uh, And while they've been pretty successful in their war against the sailboats so far, fair play, they are putting themselves in danger. And this could easily, if things keep escalating, it could turn into a serious conservation issue if they start trying to one-up each other even more by trying to sink bigger and bigger boats. Yeah. They're clearly escalating. Like Before, they were just bumping boats. Now they're sinking them. What next? They're going after the Ever Given. Yeah. Don't let these things get into the Suez Canal. Mm-mm-mm.
1: No, no, no. Mm-mm. But the fact that there's only that many orcas and this many attacks,
0: wild. Yeah. They. It's clearly, they've all talked about this. Yes. They're like, hey, it's the cool new thing. You do it. You do it this time. Let's see you do it. And oh, they're going to keep
1: heightening it and going after bigger boats because the small boats, are not going to be enough.
0: It, honestly, like, It'd be so fucking terrifying to have this happen. Like Yeah, no the, shit. There's a the one of the craziest videos I've ever seen was someone, I think they were up in like the Pacific Northwest, maybe in Canada, uh, on a boat and like a sea lion like jumps on their boat and they're like, what the fuck? What what's yeah, running from there? And the, then and then yeah. like slowly you see just like ten fucking giant orcas like Staring. kind of just appear and, yeah. and the, the sea lion's like, no, you gotta save me. Please. They're gonna, they're gonna fucking kill me. Please. And the orcas are just sitting there like, hand over the sea lion, and we will not sink your ship. The ocean is a scary place. We have place. no business with you, human. However, you are harboring a criminal.
1: I don't like it. Yeah,
0: I, the, I, the ocean I, sucks. Yeah. Not a fan. You know, me and you, we did survive shark swimming. Well, we did. I mean, there might have been a shark there, but we couldn't see it. it yeah, the too water was choppy. all like choppy. Yeah, and... I was I was. But we were the only
1: them. ones that got in.
0: Yeah, everyone else got seasick. Uh, and and I, I'm one of the, easily the most pointless day of our uh, press junket days. Yeah. It's like, hey, you guys want to go shark swimming? I'm like... Terrifying, but like, sure. Hey, if you're inviting me to do this for a press get it sounds pretty safe. So yeah, sure. in,
1: in my mind, I was like, if I get eaten by a shark, then Universal's going to pay my family
0: a lot of money. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> so this is a win-win for everyone. Yeah, but uh, but it, it was real choppy out there. Everyone else got sick because they took uh, herbal drow yeah instead hippies. of instead of the normal kind that yeah. actually works, and they were all puking except mm-hmm. us. We took the uh, the stuff made
1: in the lab. That's right. Uh, I've done snorkel snorkeling is about as far as I go. Yeah, but snorkeling, you're just on the. That's surface. what I'm saying. That's where all the good stuff. Well, is. i will do a little free diving, hold my yeah. breath, and then come back up. Yeah, but you're
0: going, like, at 10 feet, maybe.
1: Yeah, there's sharks, though. I've seen some sharks while I do that. There are, yes. Yes. Did you go out a little bit further, anything scuba or anything like that.
0: No, scuba no gets things. real creepy. Yeah. Even, even if you're scubaing in, like, semi-shallow water, you do reach points where you're like, oh, it just drops off right there into a... a cliff. ...dark abyss. Yeah. I'll mm. stay over here. Stay on land. Well, land is best, I think. <laughs> well, things are getting a little shady here, yeah.
1: too. Anyways, uh, moving on now from strange orca behavior to strange human behavior. Uh, We are also animals, so there you go. Uh, As usual, the strange human behavior is way less cool and much more lame. As we get older and older, our connection to the the youth, the younger generation, it naturally fades quite a bit. But we're not going to pretend we were so much cooler than today's kids back when we were younger. No, No. we were cringe back then, just like they're cringe now. I I just talked about planking. I I was pretty old by then, too. Yeah, uh, that
0: that was not a youth thing. uh,
1: It's just that the nature of the cringe has changed. And also, we didn't try to justify our cringe by saying we did it because of anxiety, even though, yeah, that was probably at least partially true. (laughs) Uh, Anyways, apparently Gen Z is speaking in English accents as a mental health coping mechanism. And The Guardian
0: reported on it. Uh, They'd be the experts, so let's read it. The Guardian, their favorite topic, reporting on them yanks acting foolish. Yes. Here you go. Kyra Green lives with anxiety, and when she misplaced her boarding pass at the airport gate just before her flight was due to leave, the 26-year-old's nerves started acting up. As she looked around for it, the native New Yorker began speaking in a British accent. I was throwing shit all over the place, and I was like, No, I cannot do this. This is terrible. Greens, I don't know what accent that was. Uh, yeah. with, with the posh inflection of someone who went to a British board and said, No, I cannot do this. This
1: is terrible. Oh, I cannot do this. This is terrible.
0: <laughs> I was literally scrounging through the trash looking for my boarding pass, but that voice added a little bit of confidence and pizzazz when I didn't feel it internally. <laughs> Ooh! Whatever. My emotional support accent. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so for this chick, she says
1: uh, she picked it up watching shows like Love Island, And, yeah, we're not going to act like we've never watched a little too much British media and started unconsciously or consciously incorporating some of the lingo into our vocabulary. some
0: good stuff, yeah. Uh,
1: Especially when visiting the lovely area. Uh, I really slip in and out of it on purpose as, like, a gap, Like,
0: hey, look, I'm a a silly American, right? Cheeky Nando's was, like, yeah. That was peak, yeah. I couldn't just not engage in Cheeky Nando's.
1: Yeah, all aboard the Bantmobile. Yeah. Uh, But, yeah... (laughs) The anxiety explanation? It is fascinating, although I do see how it could be beneficial. Uh, It's also apparently very common. Here's a bunch more examples from the article. I was on a date recently ordering something, and the name of what I wanted came out wrong when I asked for it, Lieberman said. So I just talked in a British accent for the rest of the order. It's a defense mechanism, a kind of buffer from my actual personality. He also uses the voice as a conflict management tactic. I asked my roommate, can you please take out the rubbish? <laughs> Lieberman explained, sounding like an EastEnders oh, guest you got star. It right. Cool. Yeah. It's me being playful. It's the British part of me, asking for something that needs to be done. Not the
0: real me. You yeah. see, when I have to be an asshole, I just talk yeah. like a Brit. That's the jerk who happens to be English. Me, the American, still pretty cool.
1: Yeah, they're just making up new personalities so that they're not so critical of themselves and get over themselves. Yeah. It's, uh... Yeah, have you ever not powered through a a social situation you didn't want to be a part of? Yeah, but I didn't put on a fucking English accent to, like, to get through it. Yeah, I don't know about that. I've definitely, like, you know, coming up through teenage years and stuff, definitely used awkward comedy to get out of tense situations. sure. Uh, yeah, I don't know if I would ever, like, dip into an English accent. I think but this yeah. really
0: comes down to just Americans finding the English accent, like... Funny. Funny. Yes. Yeah. And, like, delightful. And yes, like, no know, one could way.
1: possibly... I have to say something serious or do something, so obviously no one's going to take me serious if I sound like a fucking idiot, like a British person.
0: I mean, I guess I probably sometimes do this, but not with an English accent, but with, like, a Southern accent. It is fun to, like, say some shit. In a southern accent sometimes. Yeah. Not well, like, anytime
1: someone brings up any fucking Tolkien or Harry Potter shit, you go, yeah. I mean,
0: that's its own thing.
1: <laughs> it's a cool separate thing.
0: I mean, and I kinda get it. Like the, the general American accent that our our language has been just sort of beaten down into is yeah. pretty fucking boring. It like, is. It's not fun, so. Yeah. Accents are cool. That's the Sometimes. thing. Uh, Some are really not cool. One of
1: the other things that the internet ruined is is a- accents because it kind of just put everyone on the same... Yeah. It, it connected people too much. So the regional dialect and the regional accent is uh,
0: slowly but surely uh, losing its intensity. Also, putting on a fake English accent, way better than putting on a fake African-American vernacular English accent. Yes. Uh, for when you're doing a bit or whatever. Yeah. If you're white.
1: Uh, <laughs> Yeah,
0: or or pretty much any other race. Yeah, yeah, yeah that too. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's safe. This is lame and cringe, but it's not racist, or at least doesn't. It doesn't seem racist. It, and who cares if
1: British people are upset?
0: Yeah, they're not a race. <laughs> they're, they're not even human, in my in my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, back to the article. Brinton Parker, a 30-year-old who lives in the Bay Area, works in tech marketing. The deluge of bad news out of Silicon Valley has her feeling like she's approaching burnout, and she recently asked her manager for support at work. I said, it's affecting me mental health, innit? <laughs> <She laughs> it. This, this is Hassan's fault. <laughs> it's Tuesday, mate. It's affecting me mental health, innit? <laughs> she explained, and my boss was like, why did you say it like that? <laughs> You're fired. I think it adds levity to a vulnerable situation. That's what we just said. The tougher the conversation, the more cockney I become. For Critter Fink, by the way, all these fucking Gen Zers, I'm sorry that your Gen X parents named you these names, but you all sound Critter like Fink. fucking cartoon characters. For Critter Fink, a 26 year old New Yorker who works in high end retail, speaking in a British accent can soften the blow of a dark joke. When you slightly change how you say things with a little accent, it gives you space from a stressful thing, they said. <laughs> it's similar to when you add lol to the end of a dramatic text. It yeah. gives you distance. This is a classic millennial maneuver. Jesse Brown, a hairstylist in Brooklyn, will pop into a British accent when they feel they've overshared with a client <laughs> during an appointment. <laughs> I use it when I try to segue from something weird I said, or if I trauma dump by accident, Brown, who is 29, said. I've always done accents when I'm uncomfortable. Maybe my brain thinks it makes whatever weird shit I just said more palatable. You know what this is? This is Mrs. Doubtfire syndrome. Yeah! <laughs> Hello! Mrs. Doubtfire was the original, uh, you know, using a English accent as an emotional crutch. Yes,
1: but I, I, I do find it, uh, you know, very impressive how dead on we were about why this is happening. It it, it it allows you to step outside of yourself yeah. in a tough situation, specifically a tough situation where you don't want to be taken seriously, but you right. really
0: want to be taken seriously. It's not me talking. It's just a clown or a British person. Yeah. Same thing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I like it. Now it's worth mentioning that something very ironic about this is that it's something that the characters on The Office, like Michael Scott and Andy Bernard, definitely did a lot. So much throughout the show. On a show that was, of course, an American remake of a British show. But uh, yeah, anyway, this does seem to be a weird side effect of having so much UK media so readily available to mainstream audiences. Ted Lasso, uh, among oh, many others one, recently, yeah. much of which is reality TV that features a lot of regional UK accents, as opposed to the typical range of UK accents that you hear on American TV. Um,
0: uh, what's the, the original one, the first one Bridgerton. I saw. Oh yeah, there's that, but on the reality side, uh, the first UK response to Jersey Shore was this show called Geordie Shore, yeah, yeah. which was up in Newcastle, which has like, just, their accent is fucking crazy. Like, uh, the York... Is Newcastle Yorkshire? You'll tell me. But yeah, those, like, Northern English accents are pretty wild. Like, it was... Me and my friends would watch it and just be like, I have no, literally no fucking clue what they just said. Yeah,
1: uh, we've explained before on the show, but, like, the, England is much in the same way as, like, the South, where the, the further outside of, like, the metropolitan city is, like, the, the more intense the regional oh, yeah. accent's going to be. Yeah, there's, I, yeah. I learned about it on, uh, I believe, like, yeah, my first exposure to the levels of it were clearly the joke that's made in Hot Fuzz, where oh, he yeah, has yeah. to uh, translate from the old man who lives out in the middle of nowhere to a sort of yeah understandable accent to the straight up city boy.
0: There's the regional stuff, but then even like the city, like just London metro area has like dozens of completely distinct. Yeah. Accents and people get, like, discriminated against. For... It's like, oh, you you're from, this... like, two miles up the street. Uh, no service for you, you sir. can You can it's say the wild. exact
1: same thing about literally, uh, I don't know about other new, uh, major cities, but definitely New
0: York and L.A. New York a have... hundred years ago, maybe, but, like, it's, that mm, shit's going away. I,
1: I would venture to say that anyone that lives in New York would be able to tell you the difference between someone from Brooklyn, yeah, Queens, I,
0: Staten Island. Anyone over, like, 40, I'd say, but, like, I think that shit's, like, it's, it's definitely dying off, which is kind of sad. Uh, L. A. Yeah, definitely West Side Valley.
1: Uh, just yeah, there's there it, it it exists, not probably in the way I mean, that there's it has. Definitely
0: like the East L. A. like Chicano accent for sure, like, but very like very distinct. Yeah, it's 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 sub regional inside of a major city. West Side accent, the <laughs> Valley Valley. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the Valley. The Valley thing is weird because like that. Well that was a media perpetuation. Yeah, of, that like that was a, a self, an area that like uh, really wasn't even It wasn't accurate. a real accent that it was a, it was a like parody of an accent that became a real accent. Yeah.
1: Anyways, enough regional talk. Yeah. There's also a uh, possibility that an origin for this behavior that dates back much further in these Gen Zers' lives. Watching Peppa Pig back in the mid 2000s. Haram. Which at the time had some parents complaining that their kids were turning British. So this is going to actually be some deep childhood pocket of these people's psyches unlocking after being exposed to the only way is Essex.
0: Yeah. They watched Pepper Pig when they were a child and they were like, yeah. Mommy, I want a tomato. And now it's and a coping like, mechanism. stop it. You'll never, I, I will not have a British child in my house. You. I never want to hear you talk like that. And they're like, okay, sorry, mommy. And they locked it up. And now, now that they're older. Oh, bullocks. And yeah, it's it's like their imaginary friend come back to them in times of stress. I
1: I just imagine anyone British watching this show just sweating angrily at the screen right now.
0: Yeah. Sorry about all of this. I'm sorry for alienating you all the time. Uh, It's nothing personal.
1: Yeah, well, I love the country. (laughs) Uh, Here's the thing, though. Don't worry. It'll be over for you soon if the last explanation makes sense, because now the next generation, which uh, we've lovingly titled the final generation, uh, they'll be speaking in Australian accents because of Bluey. Oh, yeah. The lovable blue dog dominating that, the airways.
0: That'll be so much more annoying. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck. NYAR. <laughs> God damn it. You
1: I know you talking about it! God. In any case, this really isn't something to lean into, because as much as you might think you've nailed whatever accent you're going for, we are living proof that you are not nailing it. And the British will never accept you. Just no. look at Arthur Knight.
0: Yeah, I mean, if anyone was going to give it the full go, it was that guy, and look how that worked out.
1: Oh, you just don't understand me because my oxygen mask is marking my face all. That is a right low blow. <laughs> I am not
0: Arthur Knight. Uh, anyway, let's yeah. move on now to some updates about some members of our Weekly Weird News rogues gallery, which mm-hmm. does not include Arthur Knight, unfortunately. But uh, let's start with a guy who clearly has not learned his lesson, despite that lesson being as loud and clear as humanly possible. Billy McFarland, mm. whose fire festival was such a colossal failure that it spawned multiple documentaries and cemented the phrase fire fest as shorthand for disaster, just any kind of disaster. And last we heard, he had gotten out of prison after four years behind bars and was immediately hard at work at building back his brand, building back better, as the <laughs> world's worst festival organizer. And we now have an update for you via NME.
1: Billy McFarlane, the founder of 2017's Disgraced Firefest, <laughs> claims he has secured adequate funds to pay off his debts, launch a new version of the festival, and develop a Broadway musical about the original event. In March this year, McFarlane laid out his plans to repay the $26 million he owes to investors. Here's how I'm going to pay it back. I spend half my time filming TV shows. The other half, I focus on what I'm really, really good at, he said on Twitter. I'm the best at coming up with wild creative, getting talent together, and delivering the moment, he added, concluding his tweet with a number at which people could contact him with business opportunities. This is like if you asked a high school senior what they want to do for the rest of their life. Yeah,
0: and like not a smart high school Uh, senior. I come up with the best ideas. Everyone always says I got the
1: dopest schemes.
0: Yeah. And you know, half the time, those kids are wildly successful, and it's very upsetting. <laughs> but it's usually, you look at who their parents are, and that explains a lot of it.
1: Yeah, the, the, confident, the, the they have the confidence, and they have the financial stability to back that
0: up. Right. Yeah. Uh, so it continues. Now, the Firefest founder has stated that he has secured enough funding to not only clear the debt he accumulated in 2017, but enough to launch a 2.0 version of the festival and an accompanying Broadway musical, too. He made the announcement on TikTok and in an interview with journalist Adam Glenn. Instead of like traditional Broadway actors, it's going to be current music artists combined with the Broadway format of the play. Making fun of me, but also I think sharing some of the good sides as well, he said, of the planned musical, which he has dubbed Firefest 1.5. As for those owed money in the Bahamas, he added, they're getting paid back and getting paid back like right now. I don't believe anything he says. No, this is all fucking lies. And anyone that gives him money deserves to
1: have that money disappear yep, yep, forever. Yep. 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 And also the ambitious plan of like hiring current, yeah. popular musicians. We're gonna get Drake in there. Miley.
0: Uh, this is literally just Doge saying Cat.
1: just saying things and having morons with money be like,
0: why would, why would he lie? It's just like that Elizabeth Holmes uh, article from last week where it's just like, I don't know. She seems pretty smart, guys. Like, she- no, you're falling for it again. <laughs> like everything he's saying right here is it. It actually this is how he fucking did it the first time. Yeah. He talked a big talk. People are like, OK, I mean, like he, he wouldn't just lie about that. Would he?
1: Again, <laughs> the time loop, it, it's shrinking and that's going to be the end of the world. And yeah. it finally reaches zero where someone does something stupid and then the next day they do it again. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's... (laughs) Ah! So, look, uh, interesting, I guess. Concerning, yeah. If Billy McFarlane is telling the truth here, and there's plenty of reasons to believe he is not, and he is, in fact, totally full of shit, that means he has somehow managed to raise over $26 million. And who is giving him this money? And please give it to me instead. Tech startups can't even get funding right now, and someone is paying off a known con artist's massive debts and helping him fund a project that is identical, (laughs) identical in every way, to the one that landed him in prison, and a musical on top of that. Sorry, but it's a little hard to believe. And we will wait until this is all double confirmed, but then again, anyone who gives this man money at this point knows exactly what they're getting into. You deserve this. Mm -hmm. It's like jumping in the ocean with an orca.
0: It is. What did you think was going to happen?
1: We have no sympathy for anyone involved here, and I am happy to sit by and watch it burn once again.
0: Yeah, I mean, do do Firefest too. Do it. Yeah. we got on. a whole new generation of kids that uh, thought I won't, they missed I out on the yeah, first one. I won't feel bad for anyone involved this time. Even the first time, I didn't feel that bad for anyone involved, because no. it was like fucking very expensive. Also, these sickos would go just
1: to be, you know, stranded again so yeah. they could post
0: about it. Just to, you know, just to say they were there.
1: Yeah. Yo, I'm live on TikTok. Oh, uh, yeah, we got fucked again.
0: That's why we need a war. We used
1: to say, uh, like, Dwight Schrute, you, we need another plague. But then that happened. It didn't change yeah, anything. Yeah,
0: it, so. didn't, it actually made everything way worse. So, yeah, <laughs> a war would probably make things worse, too. I don't know. <sighs> We're fucked. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let move, let's move on now to uh, this year's main character, or at least this year's main character, who isn't Elon Musk. Oh, okay. No Musk this episode. Good. We're talking about George Santos. Oh, Anthony DeVolder? Anthony DeVolder. George Anthony DeVolder Santos, who has probably had the the most exciting first term in congressional history. Like, come on. It's, it's been so exciting that even if he doesn't get to finish it, it will still be one for the history books. And not finishing his term is a real possibility, mm-hmm. unfortunately. Let him cook. <laughs> yeah. uh, the man was recently charged with several serious crimes, which somehow have absolutely nothing to do with all of the easily disprovable lies that he told while running for office, which were only discovered once he'd already gotten the job. And while George Santos is presumed innocent until proven guilty, House Democrats have decided that enough is enough. And surely, House Republicans agree that being associated with this guy, it's no good, right? Come on. Well, here's the New York Times. House Republicans on Wednesday repelled an effort by
1: Democrats to force a vote on expelling Representative George Santos of New York, who was charged last week in a 13-count federal indictment covering wire fraud, unlawful monetary transactions, stealing public funds, and lying on financial disclosures. Republicans voted along party line, 221 to 204 with seven Democrats voting present to refer the resolution to expel Mr. Santos to the House Ethics Committee, which has been investigating Mr. Santos's finances and campaign activity for months. The measure to expel Mr. Santos, introduced by Representative Robert Garcia, a Democrat of California, was unlikely to succeed in the House, where it would have required a two-thirds supermajority to pass. Republicans hold a majority so thin that Mr. Santos's vote remains crucial, reducing the political incentive for them to support his ouster.
0: So, yeah, I mean, George Santos might be a complete embarrassment to the Republican Party, but a vote's a vote. And they're standing by their very naughty boy Mm -hmm. for now. And uh, like a true supervillain, George Santos showed up to his own expulsion vote dressed like this. I mean, so, yeah, while it would be nice to have him gone, I mean, imagine all the crazy fits that we'll get to see now that he's here to stay. This is a a, I guarantee
1: you, this is a scene as a great opportunity for them to deflect media attention. Like as long as this dude's out here clowning around. And doing a bunch of crazy schemes, they're not looking at some of the other stuff that's going on, like Marjorie Taylor Greene getting real fucking racist with it all week long in multiple interviews.
0: Yeah, yeah, it's a real fucking clown show. Her and uh, Jamal Bowman were like yelling at each other on the steps, and like
1: she said she was terrified because he was uh, naturally aggressive. Yeah, or, like, she, just, like, she got
0: very racist with that. It was yeah. like, okay, Marjorie, but like it's it's racist in that way where like half the country's white population is like. What? You, what? What? She's telling the truth. Yeah. And she also so, likened being called a white supremacist to saying yeah, it's the- It's worse than being called the N-word. It's yeah. like, just like, uh, I think it was John Mulaney. He's like, if you're debating like whether one term is worse than the other, um, the one that you literally can't say out loud. Yeah.
1: The one that you will not say yeah, because you're saying the N-word. That's
0: probably the worst one. Yes. Yeah.
1: <laughs> uh, but yeah, let's move over. First, I do want to say about George Santos. I, I retweeted someone else's take on it, but they are accurate. Hardest fucking picture I've ever seen in my life. Oh, yeah. The, yeah. Like 90s like style. Fucking, like, just like... It's a great shot. It's incredible. It looked like an album cover. Yeah. Like, it was perfectly blown out, perfectly overexposed. I'm sure he... Action shot.
0: I'm sure he gets home and just immediately goes on Getty Images and types his name in. And it, he's like, look, ooh, that's a good one. If Prints I, him out, Even
1: if I were him, I think that's a win. That is yeah. a fucking dope photo.
0: It I'm is. sorry. It is.
1: Um, he's got his glasses on the the the, fi- the, the limelight is too bright. He's going out. He's going out in style. Yeah, I got to hand it to him. That was a that was a dope shot. Yeah, got to hand it to him. And all those lies led to that moment. So yeah. was it
0: worth it? Maybe. I I mean, <laughs> the you, results don't lie. The results don't lie.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh, anyways, let's talk about Ron DeSantis. Who boy who, by the way, still has not declared his candidacy for president. We're on Ron watch and uh, no updates, at least at at the time we filmed this. But he still remains firmly in Donald Trump's crosshairs for even thinking about running. (laughs) Very disloyal. Yeah. Trump is so pissed off about DeSantis that his super PACs have already run some truly incredible ads attacking DeSantis for uh, eating Pudding with his fingers. And now they're back with an ad that doesn't quite live up to that one because what could? It's still pretty wild though, considering it's a Republican attacking another Republican who isn't even officially running They're right
0: spending, now. like, presumably uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars this on is a attack spite ad. <laughs> yeah, despite ad. Yeah. So, yeah, here you go. Run the sales tax, had a plan to make you pay more with the sales tax here. And the sales tax there. Tax, 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 tax everywhere. Sales tax. In Congress, Ron DeSantis backed a national sales tax—a 23% tax hike on almost everything you buy, from the gas station to the grocery store. You'll pay more here, you pay more there. you'll pay, there you'll pay. Everyone, Everyone will pay more. Ninety percent of families would get a tax hike if DeSantis replaced the current system, making Biden's inflation hit even harder. We can't afford Ron DeSantis sales tax. Fortunately, we have a better choice. President Trump passed massive tax cuts, lowering tax rates for everyone. President Trump cut taxes and wronged the sales tax. Well, as the song goes. with the sales tax here. And the sales tax, there. There tax there. are tax. There everywhere. Sales tax. Make America Great Again, Inc. is responsible for the content of this advertising. So damn! hey, They even got the DeSantis soy jack face in there. Yeah. So um, they they have their finger on the pulse of this guy. The putting fingers thing—we're like, I don't know, maybe they'll use it in an ad. Boom! They used it. The Ron DeSantis looking like a fucking cartoon in public—they're using it. And uh, yeah, uh, this guy's fucking toast. He should still declare though, yeah, just for fun. This is, but he's toast. Yeah. But uh, Ron, that's a challenge, and you don't want to—you don't want to look like we were right and you were wrong. So you have to declare. You look like an idiot if you don't. Yeah, you silly come goose. On. And yeah, it's it's also great to have a a new nickname for the pile. I wasn't even expecting a new nickname, a nickname, Ron Sales Tax. Wow. Yeah, Trump, whenever he gets the
1: information, him and his team put it out immediately
0: because as we know, you know, Donald
1: Trump just repeats everything ad nauseum throughout the whole thing. So he gets it out there as soon as possible because it's just, you know, he just piles it on in his uh, speeches. It's not like it's going to go, it's going to go away. He's going to be calling him Puddin' Ron
0: for four years. He's going to be calling him Puddin' Ron for the rest of his life. Yes, exactly. Which is four years. He still he still talks about like lying Hillary on his like yeah speech, of
1: course it's fucking wild. Why would he hold on to any uh, damning yeah. information?
0: Anyway, so, yeah, this election's going to be absolute hell. But at least for now, we get the satisfaction of two of the worst people in the world fighting each other.
1: Yeah. He also put out a truth about uh, uh, Disney, and uh, oh, Mr. Business, uh, Ron DeSantis <laughs> looks like he lost to the mouse once again. Ooh, Ron, getting spanked. It's uh, it's truly something to behold. All caps, by the way. Yeah,
0: of course, of course. Yeah, really gets the message across. Yes. Anyway, we got the headlines part of the show coming right up. But first, this episode is sponsored by Factor. Mm-hmm. During, during the prime spring season, you need wholesome and convenient meals to energize you for warmer, more active days and keep you on track reaching your goals. Factor, America's number one ready-to-eat meal kit, can help you fuel up fast with ready-to-eat meals delivered straight to your door. You'll save time, eat well, and tackle everything on your to-do list.
1: Are you too busy to cook this, May? It's May. With Factor, skip the trip to the grocery store and skip the chopping, prepping, and cleaning up, too. Factors fresh, never frozen meals are ready in just two minutes, so all you have to do is heat and enjoy. Then get back outside, soak up that warmer weather, put on sunscreen though, put it on. (laughs) Looking for calorie conscious options ahead of summer, trying to get that, uh, you don't want to look like a silly goose with your shirt off at, Uh, at the pool.
0: Dad bod's where it's at. Uh,
1: Try delicious, dietitian approved calorie-smart meals with around 550 calories or less per serving. Need an extra boost of energy to support your wellness goals this spring? Well, try uh, Protein Plus meals with 30 grams of protein or more per serving
0: swole. Factor offers delicious flavor-packed options on the menu each week to fit a variety of lifestyles from keto to calorie smart, vegan and veggie, and protein plus. Prepared by chefs and approved by dietitians, each meal has all the ingredients you need to feel satisfied all day long while meeting your goals. And if you're looking to mix it up, you can add a protein to select vegan and veggie meals each week. We won't tell. <laughs> with 34 plus chef repaired dietitian-approved weekly options, there's always something new to try. Plus you can round out your meal and replenish your snack supply
1: with an assortment of 45 plus add-ons, including breakfast items like the delicious apple, cinnamon pancakes, bacon and cheddar egg bites potato, bacon, egg breakfast skillet. Mm! Or for an easy wellness boost, try refreshing beverage options like cold-pressed juices, shakes, and smoothies. This may get factor and enjoy clean eating without the hassle. You simply choose your meals and enjoy fresh, flavor-packed meals delivered right to your door, ready in just two minutes, no prep, No mess. Head to factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 and use our code weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box. That is code weeklyweird50 at factormeals.com slash weeklyweird50 to get 50% off your first box.
0: And this episode is sponsored by Athletic Greens. We are trying to get you in shape for the summer workout plan. We're trying to put some good stuff in your body. We both take AG1 by Athletic Greens every morning because it's not only the easiest way to make sure you're getting all your daily vitamins, it's also great for keeping that gut Nice and healthy and regular Yeah, on a schedule. You can set your watch to it. AG1 (laughs) is just one scoop of powder and water and it tastes great and it makes you feel good. AG1 has all your key health products
1: like multivitamins, minerals, pre and probiotics and more working together as one. It's made with 75 super high-quality vitamins, minerals, and whole-food sourced ingredients that deliver benefits like mood, immune system, and sleep support, sustained energy, and so much more.
0: AG1 is daily nutrition made really simple. With just one scoop, I get the nutrients and gut health support that helps my whole body thrive and covers my nutritional basis. AG1 has quickly become just as important as that first cup of coffee, so if you're looking for an easier way to take supplements, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Go to athleticgreens.com slash weird. That is athleticgreens.com slash weird. Check it out. Check it out.
1: All right, now into the wildest, craziest, weirdest headlines from around the world. A lot of good Uh, animal
0: stories in here, too. (laughs) There's a theme going. Uh, Let's start out with this one, Elliot. Glad to be alive. Man, T-bones bear while cycling in North Vancouver. (laughs) 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 Woo! Yeah, he was was bombing a hill on his bike in, like, some wilderness area, and... um, He's like, oh, he said he tried to like avoid the bear, but the bear saw him and had like the same idea. And it was, you know, when you're heading towards someone, you both that happened. Yeah. But with uh, a bear. Yeah, and you know, you hit the bear. The bear's absorbing that energy. He he goes ha- o- over his handlebars as a flip, like just gets fucked up. Luckily, the bear like runs away because the bear's like, what the fuck what was just that? happened? But then he's like, he's like getting help from other people. He's like, I need to go to the hospital. And then the bear like comes back and it's just like, hey, and they're like. Wait, is that the bear? But the bear, I guess, just wanted to check. They on, didn't shoot the bear. They didn't, no. Good. Yeah, I see a lot of these videos because I, uh,
1: on Instagram, I'm algorithmically <laughs> tied to mountain biking.
0: Yeah. So I see a
1: lot of these videos a lot. And uh, one I saw recently was, uh, I knew this was going to happen just instinctually. The guy's riding down a hill like super fast and a bear appears like next to him. And it looks like the bear, uh, the bear probably sees this all the time, probably has fun with it. Like, yeah. hey, I'm going to just have a little bit of fun, chase this guy. <laughs> so this guy's like, he notices the bear and it's like, oh fuck! So he's like trying really hard to stay on the bike. The bear breaks away and runs mm. away. It's like it's had its fun, and then you can you can just sense and feel the guy uh, is like, okay, the the danger's over. But then his body starts having the yeah. real anxiety attack, and he fucking crashes like ten seconds later and starts panicking that the bear's gonna come find him now. And I the whole way <laughs> I felt him. I'm like, he's gonna get away, and he's gonna fucking crash. Yeah, because his like no, nervous the, system the amount is of going adrenaline. To, yeah.
0: <laughs> The amount of adrenaline that kicks in coming face to face with a bear is off the charts. You, you don't just like that. You don't turn that off. That yeah. is in your blood for the next like half hour. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's going to make functioning very difficult.
1: Yeah. Cra- I saw two coyotes fighting. They were rolling down a hill fighting when I was biking up a mountain <laughs> uh, like a year ago or something like that. And even that was terrifying because I'm like, they seem like they're in a bad mood yeah. and they're coming right for me. So I was like already winded, but was like <laughs> just trying desperately to get away.
0: <sighs> yeah,
1: Nature. it's uh, it's fun. You should try it sometime,
0: but not yeah. in the ocean. I hope this doesn't become a trend with the bears, like just blocking traffic. And that's that, that's cyclists. that's the
1: vibe I got off the video that I watched was like, yeah, this it's is... a trail. I mean, it's clearly a mountain biking trail. So they're probably just like doing it for fun.
0: Or it's that, or it's like, you know, bears are not that different from dogs, and dogs lose their fucking minds when they when see they something see, running. They're like, I gotta get it. Bikes and skateboarders. It's like, yeah. what is that? I need it. It's loud, it's fast,
1: I yeah. gotta have it. Yeah. Woman with seven DUI arrests wants to go to prison. Says Las Vegas is not the place for her.
0: <laughs> Regulate <I> mean, me. <laughs> it, it sucks that it took her seven DUIs to, to figure that out, but yeah, uh, some people just are not built for that town. It is a It is a, it is a, it is a, a city of temptations.
1: Yeah, of course. What I'm wondering though is, I mean, clearly, Elon Musk built a fantastic yeah, why wasn't public she transportation the, system—the
0: cyber tunnel or whatever the fuck <laughs> it is. The yeah, it goes under the, it goes from one end of the convention center to the other. That's all you need. That that's where else are you gonna all go? All the public transit you need,
1: and very slowly with an, a human driver and uh, a limited amount of cars.
0: So I don't see why she was able to even drive and get a DUI anyway. I mean, there are a lot of questions here. Seven DUIs is too many DUIs. Uh, Why was she allowed back on the road? Well, first of all, uh, the fact that she is a mother does. uh, If you're a woman who wants to commit crimes, uh, have a child. They will, like, statistically go easier on you. They will give you more outs, more chances. And this woman clearly abused that. Uh, But, yeah, the last she got her, like, she got a DUI late last year, was, like, literally put in jail and, like, had an ankle monitor or something on it, and like somehow getting another DUI like two months later, they're like, okay, no, for real, this time we will punish you. And she's like, you know what? You probably should. Vegas, not even once. I can't go near that place. Mess me up. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, get this woman off the road, please.
1: Luckily, my only vice in Vegas now is degenerate gambling.
0: Yeah. But uh... it can
1: be fun. I do like my craps. That's pretty much all I play when I go there. And I mean I am very careful to have a limit.
0: I I kind of want to go to Vegas cuz the um, the shows nowadays are like actually kind of cool. Like something switched like we're now it used to be like kind of like shows for parents, like normies. There's Cirque like Soleil. Yeah, there's like some like cool shit there now. Yeah. Uh the the bre- that brewery that used to be in downtown LA, uh Lost Spirits. They moved to Vegas and like their operation there looks fucking insane. There's that fake uh, supermarket. Oh yeah, meow Wolf's uh, Yeah, there's uh, like Omega Mart. That whole I think that's an old area. Vegas too. Area
1: no, it's it's off the highway, but uh, Area Fifty Two well,
0: they call it. Yeah, they keep adding like cool shit like that. Where I'm like, that I, I just go to Vegas and like check out this. There's weird a hotel art. that's just like the pool is a giant sports
1: booking thing. Like <laughs> just the screen is massive. Uh, but yeah the the cool thing they have now is just like I think it was you know it started with DJs just having residencies but now Mm. just like the biggest touring artists of all time just have full on I mean they used to do it with like Donnie and Marie and all that but like
0: Britney and it's just that we're getting older now I think is the thing it's gonna be like Blink one eighty two at the Mirage or That's whatever. the thing. It's the it's it's <laughs> yeah, not
1: it's not them getting cooler, it's us getting older.
0: Yeah. Being that's, like that's you know, gonna what's gonna nice. Happen.
1: Being able to walk from my hotel room to a, 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 to a show. Yeah. And then being able to go back and go to sleep afterwards.
0: Yeah, and having air conditioning because I'd be literally dead within minutes in this desert hellhole if not for the air conditioning. Yeah. That's a too. weird place to put something. Las Vegas. <laughs> Driver tried to switch places with his dog on DUI stop in Colorado town, police say.
1: <laughs> you gotta take the rap on this one. I got six DUIs, <laughs> and this last one's
0: gonna break me. It's it's a hell of a play. Yeah. No, officer, I wasn't driving. I'm drunk, obviously. Why would I be driving? Uh-oh, we, yeah. Uh oh, we we already finished the episode. This is us from the future, but uh, we for- recorded the next like 15 minutes of it with <laughs> uh,
1: without the the, the audio. Ran we ran our l- audio limit for the first time ever. We ran and, out of tape. Uh, yeah, so we
0: did. The rest of this, the audio is going to be coming from the camera. It's going to sound like shit. Sorry. We'll, we'll try to make the best of it, but yeah. uh, back to the show. I'm drunk, obviously. Why would I be driving? It's uh, this guy right here. He's driving. Fido. Fido's Fido's driving. Isn't you see that, right, that barrel around his neck? Yeah. He's actually saving my life. Yeah. <laughs> That's why I'm drunk, officer.
1: He gave me the barrel.
0: This story is especially confusing because there were uh, sober people in the backseat of the car. And I'm like, what? I have a lot of questions. Okay,
1: yeah look we can't switch places because the cop will think that's obvious what you have to do is i'll switch places with the dog and then you guys claim that you did it as a goof and that way you know we have like three separations of reality and the 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 cop their minds don't work very well so they're going to get confused really i mean
0: that might have been the logic because it's like yeah i mean i'm sure it's a crime to have a dog drive a car but it's still not as bad as a dui
1: yeah but then if it's like no the sober people wanted to do a joke about the dog I'm just drunk over here, laughing my ass yeah. off. I'm actually
0: the victim here. <laughs> yeah, they're playing a prank on me, sir. Arrest this dog. Bees. Do you see that uh, LA volunteer cop just get like? I felt bad for the guy, but also like face first. I'm like this is this should be a lesson. This is what happens when you sign up to be an LAPD officer for no pay and also no insurance benefits. Yeah. Because uh, yeah, so this this LAPD guy. Got... First of all, why are the cops getting called to the scene? of, like, a swarm of bees. No, what are you called call what, the bee queen. What are they going to do? Yeah, I mean, like, they called actual animal control people, but, like, yeah, the cop showed up and this cop just got, like, swarmed and then just fell on his fucking face. It was, it's a sad, pathetic, hilarious video. And then it's like, oh, because I'm not a, like, I'm not a real LAPD, I'm just volunteer LAPD, uh, I have to pay the, like, $30,000 for all the I, I guess the city of L.A. finally was, like, it's fine, we'll cover it. We don't want to make this into a bigger thing than it already is. Otherwise,
1: you're going to sue us for a million dollars. But yeah,
0: this is like the first, a lot of people's first time being like, why would you, wait, there's volunteer cops in this city? Why would anyone do that, first of all? And like, <laughs> yeah, so I have a lot three of questions. Like, uh, volunteer cop. excuse me, what? <laughs> yeah. Volunteer what, you say? Maybe you should volunteer
1: for the fire department or something. Yeah,
0: like, that seems like a job that could use volunteers. Like, what the fuck does a volunteer cop do? I would do they be, give you a gun? I would be worried about anyone who would willingly
1: volunteer to yeah. be a part of something like that. Like, there are so many yeah, just better in my free time, I want to police people.
0: Yeah, it's weird. Not a young man, either. Very strange all around. Well, maybe he was just looking for something to do. I, I could be wrong. But in other dog news, Bobby, the world's oldest dog, celebrates 31st birthday. No way. No way. Old fucking dog. They're lying. No, this dog is old as shit. It's not even a small dog. Usually with this it's a chihuahua cuz chihuahuas live forever. Yeah. This is like a pretty big like a generic sort of retriever looking dog. Um I'm sure his life is absolute agony, but he doesn't yeah. look, He doesn't even look that old. Usually with the super old dogs you're like this dog is asking you to put it down. Yeah. Not not Bobby. Bobby looks like he's doing okay. Mhm. 31. This dog was born in the early 90s. Where does this dog live? Uh, Portugal. Okay. They're like, yeah, a relaxing he, he lives so long because he has a simple, happy life.
1: <laughs> I don't
0: know if that did the accent. No, Ali was obviously uh, <laughs> in a very dark place and wanted to uh, make a light of, uh, of this. That's what I did. Yeah, if yeah. I had done that in my normal voice, I would have felt weird and awkward and anxious. So I, I did it. This act. dog survives on olive oil and cigarettes. Yeah. The secret, we give the dog olive oil and yeah. chocolate. They say, mm-hmm. don't give dogs chocolate. They're lying. They're lying. They try. They want your dog to die. We give the dogs all the chocolate. Yeah. And then cigarettes. Dog
1: smoked every day of his Outlet life. I'll <laughs> discovered at the bottom of the sea, which kills everything instantly.
0: That's fun. I'll, I'll try to avoid the death pool at the bottom of the sea. That I, kills think, everything I think
1: James Cameron should investigate this.
0: Yeah. Also, this is misleading. It just kills animals instantly. If you were in a scuba suit, I, you'd probably... Humans or animals? Well, non-humans. Things that breathe underwater. It mm-hmm. kills them because uh, there's this pocket where there's, like, no oxygen in the water, and it's just full of, like highly concentrated sodium brine so their gills delicious. just get their gills just get immediately like fried and they die instantly but they taste delicious i think if you were in a scuba suit as long as you covered like all of your skin you'd be okay but yeah probably best to avoid the death pool at the bottom of the sea which kills everything instantly
1: i do love the, the this reminds me of like the signs going back to the scuba thing where uh have you ever seen like the cave diver yeah warning the, signs? The grim
0: reaper yeah it's just like People it's have died here. People just like you. Yeah, <laughs> it's so explicit. Yeah, the, the cave diving signs are gnarly, and it's like they have to do that because so many fucking people die doing that. Well, and it's not only so that easy is, to die.
1: is they have to at least like attempt to save you, and that causes the deaths of other rescue yeah. divers.
0: Yeah, no, it's yeah, it's it's a bad, it's yeah, bad, and the, and those signs are gnarly. I want to get a T-shirt of one of those. They're like people just really, like you. Yes, yeah, like this, the gnarliest, like grim reaper, like you will fucking die. Yeah, you will die a lonely, painful death. Yes. Avis charged a customer $6,000 after claiming she drove a rental car 23,000 miles in three days, reports say. <laughs> wow! That is, I, I looked it up. That is uh, 1,000 miles short of the circumference of the Earth. Cool. Uh, and in just three days. In you just say. three days. Yeah, wow. that's. Uh, I I think they they might have screwed up somewhere in the odometer reading, but. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I think. In so. three days. That's uh, that's like driving. How, how far is it like coast to coast in the US? It's like, like 2,500 miles or something. So that's doing that uh, 10 times. Yeah. In three, three days. days. Which it, it takes three days to do that once. Yeah. It would be difficult to do. The math here is very hard. So um, yeah, it's just a great example of a company just like... Well, I don't uh, know. It, that's what the the document says. Um, we, we just added ChatGPT to our uh, auditing system yeah. and things are going great.
1: Yeah. I mean, it,
0: it says that you drove 23,000 miles. I mean. You're some kind of. What do you want us to
1: do? Look, I'm sure it was a very cool trip, but you owe us a lot.
0: I, also, I'd like six thousand. Six thousand seems
1: like a bargain. For yeah. Twenty-three thousand driven not, miles. In three not days. Not bad. Just ah, <laughs> the entire time. What's the miles per hour average on that? You'd have to be going hundreds of miles per hour. Right? Yeah, you'd have The the
0: the map there is. I mean, crazy. Let me see, let me let me see this. We,
1: you can you can cut here. So, yeah. So
0: twenty-three thousand.
1: Hold on. Some mathematician watching the show is like, "Oh, guys, come on, it's easy." 23,000 divided, divided by, by 72. 48, 72. 319 miles an hour.
0: Yeah. Non yeah. stop.
1: Non stop. No brakes. No brakes. No gas. Yeah. No
0: food. Damn. Well, we should give this woman an award. Don't give her a bill. <laughs> also, check your computers. There's probably something wrong with it. Yeah. A Florida man living underwater won't resurface even after breaking the record. People have died, just like you. <laughs> But he's, he's not, he's not, scoo- he's, he's living in a little house at the bottom of, like, the, the sea. He lives in a pineapple under the sea in the, the Florida Keys. He's some scientist. He, he's, it's unpressurized, too. He's just like, I'm doing this to see what happens. I, Love did, me. It, I did it for, like, you know, 60 days. I'm going to go for 100 days. He's a professor. He's like, it's cool. I work from home. I can do Zoom class down here. The signal is okay. That, great. More we'll power to him. And I, I spend my day, I do that. And then most of the rest of the day is just checking my vitals to see what the hell happens when you live 100 feet below the surface of the ocean non-stop? Pretty cool. It's probably... I, I'd
1: like to see the results of an extended trial on this. Maybe it's better for your skin? More intense? Uh, the know. pressure holds it tighter? But maybe, maybe you get out and it all sags down all at once. Yeah,
0: I don't know. I don't know.
1: It's, uh,
0: we're going to find out, though. He's finding out seems like you'd get like a headache, pressure headache or something. I wouldn't do well at this. No. My sinuses. My sinuses. The,
1: the moral of this episode is stay away from the water.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: U.S. student suspended for filming teacher using racial slur. Wait, the student was
0: suspended? Yeah. Wow. Uh, Open and shut case. Yeah. I mean, yes, it was wrong that teacher said the N-word a bunch of times, but like the fact that you filmed it, that's really not cool. So you are suspended for two weeks.
1: On the other end of that, Uh, Did you see the guy who was driving and said the N-word a bunch and then crashed his car?
0: Uh, That was pretty satisfying. Also, it turned out he's like a pedophile. Yeah, of course. And he's living uh, way too close to a school and probably in violation of the terms of his parole. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, some real fuck-around find-out shit.
1: Yeah, he found out. And uh, you know what? I think the world might be better off for it. Wrecked his car, got exposed, probably has to move away now, which is definitely good for everyone around.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: So, there you go. Now, the student, on the other hand,
0: did not learn a valuable lesson. Well, the student... The student that filmed the teacher going on on the racist rant didn't even upload it. She like showed it to her parents, obviously, and her parents showed it to other parents, and someone uploaded it to like social media. So it's like she didn't even she didn't do this for clout. Like she did it because like oh, is, mom, are, is it normal when teachers say the n word like twenty times in a row in class? No, officer. The dog was driving. Dog filmed the the footage actually. Yeah. the Principal. Yeah. So blame the dog. Hospitals create police forces to stem growing violence against staff. The militarization the of America's hospitals.
1: Every word of that headline is horribly dystopian.
0: Yeah, the article is pretty. Like, they, your likelihood of being like physically assaulted as a uh, member of a hospital is like significantly higher than the general population. Like, you're way more likely to have someone attack you if you work at a hospital.
1: It is a horrific example of just how things are here and I guess other places too, but like that your role in in a, in a career that helps people in general. Yeah. Uh, teaching, service industry, hospitals, your likelihood of being assaulted by someone is way higher than any other And, and your
0: likelihood of having someone film you when you're just saying the N-word.
1: <laughs> there are some bad
0: teachers. There's some okay? bad teachers, yeah. But
1: uh, yeah, no, in general, like... Yeah, this is, uh, this is sad.
0: Yeah, it's uh, I mean, I'm surprised it took this long. During COVID, that shit was wild. Yeah. Yeah. They were like, the, the, the doctors, nurses, and flight attendants like getting fucking Krav Maga classes. Yeah. It's not what they signed up for. No. But it's the job.
1: And they're definitely not getting paid for it. No. Well, doctors maybe, but.
0: Speaking of doctors, final headline, German surgeon fired after getting hospital cleaner to assist amputation. Hey, guy, I get a hand over here? No, yeah. All right, I'm taking. this Put guy's, the broom down. I guess he was like amputating a toe. Oh. I, 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 wow. Okay, cool. This on. cleaner, but like it, that would still be disgusting. This is some random person like sweeping the floors. Like, oh, sorry, sir. What do you need? I'm like, just stand there when I ask you. Uh, you know, I'll point to something. You hand it to me. It's all fine. We're taking this man's toe off. Yeah. Uh, are you gonna be sick? Well, just don't look at it. I don't care. We're getting this done. All right. Would you if you were sitting in a hospital bed and needed your just your toe
1: lopped off, and the doctor was like, look. We got a, a bunch of nurses called out today because they got assaulted last night. <laughs> uh, do you mind? Look, it, it. you can sit here and wait. It's going to be a day or two. But I would wait. But we have uh, this guy. He He's always around. I'm really good friends with him. We have good camaraderie. Uh, yeah, he does clean the floors.
0: Just the fact that this person, like my biggest concern, and maybe they did this, but like the fact that his- you'd have to be sterilized. If he's touching the instruments and handing them to the doctor... Wash his hands! Big deal, everyone
1: can wash their hands.
0: Okay. I'd go with the, the,
1: okay. the help. I'd, I'd rather get it done. All right, well... Uh, that's... I would trust the doctor to, you know, be like, hey, I can just... If he's just handing me things, it's fine. I mean, if I'm awake,
0: I'll fucking hand it to you. Yeah, that would actually be Yeah,
1: there. I'll help. I bet your hands are filthier than that cleaner's hands.
0: Yeah, probably, but it's my own uh, germs, so it's fine. It's the reason, uh, you know... You can't get sick from picking your nose, <laughs> right? Is that, is, that, is that how it works? You sneeze, yeah. in, you sneeze into your own hand. It's fine. Um,
1: I, I right? would I would let the cleaner
0: <laughs> help. All right. Well, uh, what would you do if uh, that happened to you?
1: Especially that, if you were in an American hospital, that's costing you like twenty five thousand dollars a day. This to was, be a, there.
0: This was a German hospital. No, oh, yeah, no charge. Socialized medicine. <laughs> Evil. This, this is what you get with socialized medicine. <laughs> <laughs> Random Ugh. fucking janitors uh, cutting you up. Anyway, that's our show. Yeah. Ah, that was a long one. Oh, boy. We're going to be gone all next week. No, uh, not next week. Oh, it's not next week? No. All right, well. Don't whatever. confuse the people. I yeah, Before. Uh, I'm not going anywhere, so I, that's why I didn't b- know.
1: Before, uh, you were like, never tell anyone that we're going on break, because then they assume that we're going on oh, break. Oh, I see. And then, so I was saving it. Uh, it'll be the, the first week of June we're gone. Yeah, that's it. No. You're staying here for a yeah, reason. Going to, uh, I'm going to some national parks. Yeah, I gotta enjoy. I gotta check out these national parks before the whole country burns down.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: So, uh, you know, we take a mid-year break and we need to reset our brains a little bit. So That's right. you understand, of course. But we will let you know very clearly yeah. when the time is. It is not now. Stay tuned. We not have more now. episodes. We will have
0: more show next week.
1: Yes. <laughs> don't listen. Or will to him. we? No. Don't Man. listen to him. People were also confused this week. Like, hey, guys, where's all the episodes? Oh, sorry. I went to go see my mom.
0: Yeah, you all need to calm down. Touch grass. Anyway, uh, Giuliani, he's a big old creep. Did you know that? Well, now we certainly do know that. And Rudy Di- Giuliani's a nasty boy.
1: He sure is. And Disney is uh, giving Ron DeSantis a spanking. Publicly. And also, hey, look
0: at that. Do you want a big TV for free? free? For
1: free. free? No
0: strings attached? Yeah. Hey, find out how. Oh, like the video. Oh, yeah.
1: Make sure you like the video.
0: Like the video. I'm not going to yell at you this time. It did work though. People said it is
1: I say. They they said it worked
0: good. Like the video. Uh, we'll be nice about it. Please, I'm going to track L- more leave. flies with honey this time.
1: Please leave a comment. And and if you're not creative enough to come up with a comment, why don't you just reply to one? Come on. If someone says, "Hey, this is a hidden gem of a show." You say, "Thanks." Come on. I appreciate it. All right, we'll see you soon.
0: Bye.